guys. Welcome back to Uncommon Sense. So just like I told you guys, my life got really crazy as soon as my mom started her cancer treatments. So life has been a little chaotic and the podcast has been a little sporadic, but I am back and I am here to talk about a myriad of things that have been going on. This is not going to be a very uh, laser focused episode on any one topic. I just kind of want to cover a lot of the things that I've been seeing in the news and just talk about some things that I've been posting about because there's a lot going on and specifically I want to talk about what's going on in the church because there's a lot of craziness going on in the church ever since for a a while now, like Pride Month with the rainbow flags outside of all of the churches. That was a problem. Um, Your your church should not be yay sin. If your church is celebrating sin, then you need to find a different church. You do not have a good church. Your church is not a part of the church of Jesus Christ and God, and it is not, God's not going to be looking down being yay. We love, we love what you've done with the place. Like, yay sin. That's that's not how that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. But even more recently, I saw that they have started pulling in these drag queens into the church, like literally almost naked drag queens into the church, like doing this like catwalk in the down the aisle of the church where people walk when they are getting married to do this holy covenant before God, like in the house of God, they are bringing drag queens in and in front of all of the clergy and the um, congregations. Like this is a, this is a whole hot mess. And, I I am so I am just so scared <laughs> But I'm not. I am and I'm not. Like, I do have trust in God, and so I'm not really that worried about everything. But to see how blind even a lot of Christians are to what's going on in the world right now is really, it's troubling me. And I I wish that I could just, I could just force a Bible in front of people's faces, but I know that that's not Christ-like, so I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm just going to recommend that everybody really start reading their Bible. And it's, it's, it, everything becomes so clear when when you start reading your Bible and when you read your Bible every day, like I have said before, and I guess this is an ad plug now, <laughs> um, but you need to download the Bible app by Uversion and start their Bible plans. They have Bible studies. You can do them with friends. You can, that will help you keep accountability. I mean, you've just got to really get started and get serious um, with your walk with Christ. And there have been a lot of atheists and pagans coming on my pages saying, we don't believe in your fairy tale like person and it's like okay you don't have to I'm not going to force you to but this is this is what I care about um, above, above everything else there's God there's my family there is politics and then there's everything else like this God is the most important thing to me so if you have a problem with me talking about God and with me liking God then maybe I'm not the person you're going to want to follow or listen to like I don't care if you go away but you're not going to come on my pages and tell me or 
tell me that I can't talk about God on my pod. Like, don't just go away. Like, nobody is forcing you to be here. And these are my beliefs and I have every right to express them. And maybe not forever in this country because we're really headed in a very communistic direction. And, uh, you know, they don't welcome all viewpoints over there on the left. But right now I have every intention of saying everything that I want to say about God. And if you do not like that, I have things to say about God that are good and right and true, then you can go away. I'm not going to stop you. So goodbye. So before we get into all of the craziness that is going on in the church with the drag queens, I just want to tell you guys about this trans cheerleader who was kicked out of camp after allegedly choking a teammate. So to put that in non-crazy leftist terms, a biological man attacked a female teammate. Um, this is why we're not going to want these biological men who think that they're women who y'all, that's a mental disorder. That's a mental disorder. And it's not to be rude. Like it's a very, very sad when somebody is gender confused. That's a sad thing. I can empathetically put myself into the position where, okay, yeah, that would suck. If I felt like I shouldn't be a female and I am a female, then I would be like, really, that would be sad. I would be sad about that. I would be like, okay, well, this sucks. And I, I hate this and this is the worst. Um, but because of that, and because I know that that would be my reaction, I, I just think that these people need truth. And I think that they need real caring doctors who are not just going to perform these crazy surgeries on them, completely ruin their bodies. And you just can't turn into the other gender. And I think that a healthy dose of truth is, is what real love actually is. And so if you're going to try to be caring and loving and compassionate, don't just lie to people. Don't tell people that like abortion is not murder. It is, it is murder. You just want to, to quote unquote, fix somebody problems so that they'll stop bothering you, but it doesn't have anything to do with actually fixing the problem or being caring and compassionate and loving because you're not actually there for them. It has way more to do with getting this person out of your hair. Same with the trans community. I see a lot of people on the left who are just like, you be you and we will support you and all of your endeavors. It's like, but you don't, it's, it's, you don't, you just want to seem caring and compassionate. And, and then you are ruining these people's lives by not being honest with them about what it is that they are exactly delving into. And, and again, there are a lot of people that are coming out saying uh, a lot of people who have transitioned and now their bodies are ruined um, from all of these high doses of like injections of hormones and, and chopping their genitalia off. Like, y'all, this is a lot of crazy stuff. And and I just feel like it's very, it's of the utmost importance that we, we declare it insane and then we work to be compassionate and empathetic truly and like the honest sense um to guide these people into a better direction and and not be rude like i have seen some people that are rude but when things like this happen and these trans people are attacking um biological females it's like okay like they're they're kind of malicious sometimes so I think we've got to do a better job of being compassionate and empathetic before they even go through these life altering surgeries. And, and it's like, it's just, it's so weird. It's like, 
allowing somebody to self-destruct and clapping along the way, they think it is unconditional love. I tweeted something earlier this week basically saying unconditional love is not applauding somebody as they are headed right into their own self-destruction. That is not uh, that is not unconditional love. Unconditional love is being there for someone and and being able to be honest with them about the ways in which they are kind of going the wrong way. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you just are like, yay, sin or yay, yay, you're really ruining yourself. We are so happy for you. Like that is not what unconditional love is. Um, and, and we're seeing that. So this, this transgender cheerleader who was born a biological male was kicked out of a Texas cheerleading camp and given a criminal citation after allegedly choking, she choked. He choked a female teammate. Um, and so this, this person said, quote, well, guys, I'm officially retired as a cheerleader. As of last night at 5.30 a.m., a girl on the team was being very disrespectful and told me I am a man with a penis and that guys should not be on the team. Um, so the cheerleader's name is apparently Avery Chanel, LOL, um, Metalock wrote, she wrote that on a Facebook uh, post, I guess last week. So she said, also, I stood up for myself and she called her mom and dad because she was scared because I stood up for myself. Her father said she still has testosterone and a penis and I will kill anyone who comes after my daughter. Um, so this incident took place at Ranger College where police responded to the dispute between the members of the team, according to the Facebook posts from team members. Uh, Medlock alleges that a teammate made transphobic and racist remarks before the altercation with a cell phone video showing other cheerleaders hiding in a room from an agitated medlock. Um, okay. So this was, I was reading that from the New York post and I will attach that link in the description for this episode for you guys to check it out. But this is, this is just dangerous stuff. It's just dangerous stuff. I, and this is, uh, there's so many cases where these transgender people are just frustrated because they don't know who they are. And people, I think, I mean, deep down, I think that it's just that they are frustrated that they don't feel like they're in the right body. They feel like they've done everything they can to get out of that body and they're still in that body and they're still confused. And then they take out that anger and agitation and broken on other in the like people and it's like it's just you need to be nice but you also just need to be honest with people and I just thought that that was like a, a really a really important story that's coming out because we've got to protect women as a woman I am so mad to see the erasure of women in our country and to see that the feminists are so blindly like falling into this lie that women can be exactly like men. No, we can't. We're, we were never meant to be. We were never supposed to. We weren't created to be. And I hate seeing all of the feminists acting like well, we don't need no men and we and we are just we're just like men and no don't mansplain and like it's like God had a very intentional design when he created the genders and it's not a sexist thing. I also tweeted this week or last week, I don't know, I'm losing track of the weeks. Um with my mom and cancer and I am in I'm back in Alabama right now in Birmingham like handling all of this. But anyway, I, I was just like, you know, what the heck, what the heck with that? Like God has a very intentional set plan for the genders and it has nothing to do with sexism. It has everything to do with men and women having different strengths and weaknesses and us working together to be the best that we can 
complementing each other to grow and become better and to work the best that we can together in society. It has nothing to do with like you are like God being sexist or God not wanting the best for women or God favoring men. We are equal in value. The genders are equal in value. We are different in purpose. And that is just the bottom line of that. And so if you feel like you are a woman who needs to be a man or you need to applaud these women becoming men, quote unquote, then you are, you're, you've lost your, your marbles, like, and you're jealous, you're covetous of men's, uh, natural, innate, natural, like uh, strengths. And you are jealous of that. And you shouldn't be because that's a sin. That is one of the 10 commandments to not do that. So you're not going to want to covet that. Why don't you focus on being a feminine and being a better woman? Like, why don't you focus and harness your own strengths? Like, why don't you like your strengths? Why do you downplay your strengths? Why are you okay with them erasing women? Why that? Cause that's, what's going to happen if you keep letting these men into women's sports. So, um, and I guess y'all remember liar Thomas. <laughs> I call him liar Thomas because he is apparently Leah Thomas, but you know, liar because he's not, you know, he's not a girl. Anyway, I just want to tell you all about that. Now I kind of want to go into this whole thing that happened in a church where there was like this drag queen um, who strutted down the aisle. And this is like, this is just so upsetting. So before I actually tell you all what's going on, just just picture the most ornate church that you can think of and, um, you know, a house of God. And clearly not really because it's, it's a complete shamble of a show. It's just, it's, it's clearly them attempting to, it's just a slap in the face to God. That's what they're trying to do. These people are sacrilegious and they have no faith in God and and they're really trying to stick it to him when they do this kind of stuff and it's really sad. But I want to play the video so that y'all kind of get a feel for what is going on in this. Um, and I'm going to post this on social media on the Uncommon Sense podcast um, Instagram page. I was banned. I was banned off of Facebook. So my personal account is gone. All of my business accounts are gone. My client accounts I can't access. Like this is a just y'all, is this what y'all wanted with communism? Because this sucks. This really, really sucks. At some point you're gonna have to admit you were wrong and change your way of thinking or, you know, we're all screwed. But anyway, I, I will post this. I will post this on the Uncommon Sense Instagram account, which has not been banned yet, shockingly. Um, okay, so let me play this clip for you guys now. So that sounded like a, a track from hell, right? Like that sounded weird. Why is everybody in the church so excited about this? Like what kind of church is excited about this? What kind of congregation is applauding this? And again, when y'all see the clip, you'll understand it a little bit more in detail, like how, how bad this is, but just listening to it, you should be able to tell this is not okay. This is wild. This is in, like in timesy because it's so crazy that the church is so blind. And even, even the guy introducing her, which I'm 
assuming is the pastor of the church is just is so excited he's like this is our the queen and it's a man dressed as a woman it is a drag queen a sin a sin lie sin uh pretend like oh my gosh y'all wait what my brain my brain my brain glitches i can't process that christians are also so blind out here um I, I just, I, ugh, and I think it all comes down to this social approval thing. Again, like people just don't want to be left out of the group. And so they are perfectly willing to follow a group into hell, like, because that's what's happening. That's what's happening here. Um, Jesus said, you know, I, he will, he will say to people, he will say to some Christians, go away from me. I never knew you. And I don't want to be one of those Christians. And I don't think y'all want to be one of those Christians. So you've got to be brave enough and strong enough to stand up and tell these people in the church, especially when they are going the wrong way and they are going against God and they are pushing these things forward into the world that are not godly and they are not true and they are not right. And we have to be strong enough to be able to do that because that is what we are called to do. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Somebody said that to me the other day when I was feeling a little down about everything, because I I have a lot of people that hate me and I don't like to be hated, but I do understand that it is more important to be hated than to be lying to everybody, especially when it comes to God and his word and what he is saying is good and right and true. So you've got to be able to stand up to this stuff and, and really, recognize that it's wrong and call it out as being wrong. Um, and you're going to get some hate for that. You're going to get some people who don't like you, but on the other end of that, you're going to get a lot of people who say, wow, thank you so much for standing up for this and being strong and bold and standing up for God. Like there are, and the people that are on your side are going to be the people that you want, not these people that are out lying to people for, for what, you know, like, what is it even for, for the approval of people who are going to hell? Like, is that really worth it? And I I don't want people to go to hell. Even these people who I think are evil, um, I don't want them to go to hell. Like I would, I hope that everybody turns around, turns to God, reads their Bible, understands the truth, and then is bold enough to speak it into the world. But I understand that not everybody's going to do that. And if they're trying to mislead God's people, I do have a problem with that. And I am going to call it out, which is what I just did. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to post that video on the social media platforms that I have not been banned from. And, um, and I will link a, a thing to it in the description below so that y'all can access it that way as well. about the church and how it's going in a very bad direction, I want to tell you guys about the Bible study by the brand Sunday. Again, this is a very aesthetically pleasing Bible study, but it is also a very substantive Bible study. And I think it's just a good one to break into everything. I think the most important thing when you're reading the Bible is just to read it and absorb it and kind of be your own tutor and teacher and like just have your soul guide you. But having a Bible study can keep you on track. So I recommend checking out the Bible Bible study by the brand Sunday, and I will have a link below for you guys to easily access that. If you do check it out, let me know what you think, because I like to get y'all's opinions on the things that I am promoting. So the Bible study by the brand Sunday, check it out. Um, what I also want to talk about is this whole Whoopi Goldberg situation on The View. She basically, I don't know if y'all saw this. So I work um, pretty closely with Turning Point USA. I have since college, and she was talking about their latest event that they 
they had in in Florida where they had this event. There were protesters outside. There's always protesters at these Turning Point events because clearly (laughs) Antifa, anti-fascist is what their little thing stands for, hates, hates, hates the people at the Turning Point events who are so for freedom. (laughs) Like the anti-fascists hate the pro-freedomers. Never, never made sense. Somebody can try to make it make sense for me, but you can't because it doesn't. Um, but anyway, so they were doing this event. There were all these protesters outside. Whoopi Goldberg, which, by the way, what kind of name is that? Um, she said that she called the people that went to the event Nazis, which very creative, girl. Like, very, very creative, Whoopi. I mean, we haven't heard that one before. Um, <laughs> but she was just like, yeah, there was all these Nazis, like, going into the event. And they were and they were with the people. And they were at the Turning Point event, basically, is what she said. And, um, and, and it wasn't that. It was the, they were the anti-fascist fascists that were protesting, um, the protesting freedom and the, and the freedom lovers that were going to this event. So it was just a whole weird thing. And it's not actually that weird because the left is just, they lie, they lie for power. That's what they do. That's what communism is all about. That is why there is so much like communist propaganda in China and North Korea and all of the nations that have ever gone that direction rely on lies and lying to the populace in order to have the power that they, they, they seek because they have no control over themselves. That is how, every communist is i mean they have no control over themselves so they they try to control other people to feel less out of control um but anyway she was forced to apologize because what she said was a lie um and now there's this whole thing where turning point may be suing the view and there's a hashtag that i encourage you all to start using because we're we're trying to really push this is is hashtag sue the view um the the view needs to be sued the view gets away with murder they they say all these things all the time that are they're blatant lies and for this leftist progressive agenda that is also all about lies and they just constantly get away with it. So we've got to push back when we when we are able to. And whenever they are doing the slander and libel and saying things that are clear falsehoods, like we we want to push back. Um, so Charlie Kirk put out a tweet saying, "Talking to lawyers, many think we have a strong case. You cannot smear minors as Nazis and get away with it. It impacts them for the rest of their life." Hashtag sue the view, and it does lumping these anti fascist as people who are the actual Nazis and with the group that was going to this event and saying that, you know, the protest, like, it's just so disingenuous, like saying, oh, the, these people in the, in the, uh, protesting section were like, you're attaching their hatred to the people that were going to this event when the people that were going to this event were not the hateful ones. It was the protesters who were telling them you can't be pro freedom, like whatever. Like it's so, it's just so, such a lie. So I want to play this, um, clip of whoopee semi-apologizing and then there's another clip that I want to play for you guys of her semi-apologizing again. About the neo Nazis at the Turning Point event, they were outside protesters. My point was more metaphorical that you, you embrace them at your thing. I felt so. I just, they were not in the building. They no, but you know, what, you know what? If the so-called Antifa 
who are anti-fascist, that's what Antifa stands for, uh -huh. would go there and protest, then Antifa would get a bad reputation. That's why, when I hear that Antifa is... Uh, right, but that's not... But let me just make sure that everybody... Because, you know, misunderstanding what people say is very big. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So we want to make sure you... I know they were not in the building, but right. they were in the mix of people at the thing. <laughs> okay. What? Like, what, what is, what are they talking about? Like, if I were Antifa, which is, you know, very, very far left little organization, <laughs> remember Chaz? <laughs> ah, wow. Wow. Flashback to Chaz. Y'all should look that up if you don't remember it. Um, but I just wonder how Antifa feels when they say these things. I mean, they they don't have a high enough IQ to understand what these people are really saying. Um, so let me let me say it for you guys. They are saying, she, Whoopi was basically saying, okay, so I understand that Antifa were the protesters and that they were the ones that were the neo-Nazis, but, you know, they were, like, in the mix of the people at the event. And it's like, yeah, they were the ones protesting, though. Like, they were the ones that didn't like the event. They weren't going to it. They were the protesters outside that were hating the Turning Point people. It wasn't that they were in the mix. They were literally outside of it. And these are your people. Like, these are your leftist Antifa burn the city down people. So, it sounds to me like Whoopi is saying, oh, well, you know, it's like Antifa and, and Turning Point are the same because they're both Nazis and none of their stuff makes sense. This is just how leftists are. They gaslight. They try to confuse people into agreeing with them and it, you just got to really ask yourself when they do this stuff like does this make sense 100% of the time I would say they do not like it's like really close to 100% of the time they they do not because I don't actually think that they believe anything that they say I think it just all is for the cause and the ends justify the means and they don't care how they have to how they have to win so so it's gross it's just gross how they operate over there on the left um what else do I want to go over on this episode I kind of want to talk about the Vogue photo shoot um of Zelensky if y'all remember Ukraine I don't know that's the old thing so i don't know if y'all remember the the trendy ukraine flag and everybody's bios and um with their names on social media and everybody was like you know where we stand with you ukraine um how do they have time? How does the leader of Ukraine have time to do a Vogue photo shoot if he is mid-war? Can someone tell me? Like, if the U.S. ever actually broke out into another civil war, if there was another world war, like, I don't I don't see that we would all have a bunch of time to, you know, take a break and do a bunch of little Vogue photo shoots. Like, who has time to do that during a war? Like, how do you have time to just stop Zelensky and, and take Vogue photo, like, do a Vogue photo shoot? Like, how do you have time to do that, my brother? Um, it's It's very odd it's very strange. I, I really think they all need to research that and look it up and just see how uh, weird and ominous and sinister it, it is. It's like, he's like, this is a Vogue war photo shoot. Wh what? What is going on? Like, shouldn't you be warring if you're in a war? Like, how do you have time to do this Vogue photo shoot? Like what? And we have spent so much money on Ukraine. We have sent like 
billions of dollars over to them. Our money, not the government's money, because you've got to remember that the government's money is ours. It is our money. It is our tax dollars going to Ukraine to fund what? I guess a Vogue photo shoot. Um, this was just a weird thing to have happened. And this is why I said from the very beginning of this Russia-Ukraine um, conflict, they've been having conflicts for a very long time. Um, but I said that you don't have to pick a side all the time. Like Putin and Zelensky can both be bad guys. And that's, and that's like possible. That's like a possible scenario. And I would argue a very likely <laughs> scenario that is happening. And I said that from the beginning and everybody was like, well, Russia's not that bad or, or Zelensky is a superhero. And like, we are, he is the good guy. And it's like, I was telling you guys, you both, both of them can be bad. Like both of them could, could have been good, but both of them are bad. <laughs> and so that is just something that a lot of people didn't want to even consider as a, everybody is just so quick to be like, you've got to pick a side. And I love being an independent now because I do not feel that way at all. It's very nice to be able to critique all sides. I enjoy it immensely. And I definitely recommend that more people um, register independent and give yourself that freedom to do that because you do not owe these people anything on either side in our country and other countries, like globally, globally, you owe nobody anything. So just really take pride in that because it's, it's freeing to think for yourself and to not just jump on these little social um, bandwagons and social media bandwagons. It frees you up from being a stupid little robot. So it is a fun, happy thing. And think for yourself. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend. So the last thing I really want to go over on this episode is monkeypox. Um, everybody is freaking out about monkeypox. Like it's so crazy to me. Like Joe Biden just apparently, although I don't really believe that he has COVID, I feel like they're just like, after he said that he had cancer to everybody outside of that strip club, a random dump site that he did a speech at. I feel like his team is just like his marketing team because Joe Biden has more of a marketing team than a, an administration. Like he, his marketing team is probably huge. They were like, okay, well, we gotta, we gotta put you away. We gotta put you back in the basement. Like we had, <laughs> like we were putting you in during the campaign. Like we just need to get, we need to get Biden out of the limelight right now because he is so evidently unwell and everybody knows it. And let's just, he has has COVID. Okay. And not only does he have it, he has it again. He is out of commission. He has got to go back to the basement and good luck, America. Good luck with those shortages and those gas prices. We lowered them by like a few cents. So now that we lowered them, you know, we will take credit for lowering them by two cents. But when they were really going up by like a lot of dollars, that was Putin's fault that his administration is a joke. Everybody knows it on all sides, every single side, everybody can see it. Everybody knows, everybody knows Joe, everybody knows. Um, there was a funny tweet that somebody put out that I saw um, saying basically like, I want to know where my reparations are from everybody who voted for Joe Biden. And it's like mood. That is the mood of the administration. Like that is the mood for the next however long we must endure this. But to be honest, because Joe Biden is an illegitimate president and everybody knows that, like there's nothing that's going to stop. There is nothing that's going to stop them from cheating again. And they're going to do it less obvious 
obviously, because they know that it was obvious this last time. Um, they know it was obvious. So it's just going to be interesting to see how they cheat again. Um, but yeah, the people are getting impatient and even the people on the left are shook because they ha they are suddenly confronted with having to admit that they were wrong. And if they start admitting that they were wrong about anything, they have to start that long, arduous process of admitting they were wrong about everything. And I can imagine that that would be a very, very tough uh, hill to climb, but y'all are going to have to do it because otherwise you have to live a lie. You have to live a lie. And that sounds not fun. It sounds kind of like a waste of, of a life. Like, why don't y'all just start that process and tell us you were wrong because we know, we know, we know, we know you were wrong. And now you know you were wrong. So you guys need to own up to that so that we can start getting our country back on track. So anyways, back to the monkeypox. Um, this is, ugh, oh my gosh, are y'all ready for COVID 2.0? Because y'all, you they got away with it. They got away with the shutdowns and the lockdowns and telling you guys you couldn't do anything and, and it worked. They had you right under their thumb. They were able to control you endlessly and they missed that. They miss it. They, they want it back. And so now we have a whole new ailment to freak out about if we are feeble-minded and we let the government control us again, which will be up to you guys. I did not let them do that to me last time. Um, and I'm not going to let it happen again. But a lot of people are talking about the vaccine for monkeypox now. I mean, really, are we doing this again, you guys? Are we really doing this again? Um, but they're just, they're, the monkeypox thing is just another way for them to control everybody. There are sicknesses in the world. Um, this is, this is the world and there are sicknesses here. And that it has always been that way. There have always been sicknesses in the world, but we have never shut down the entire world because of sicknesses. That's a new thing. And it's proven disastrous for our economy. Economy. Um, these shortages that we're all experiencing, it, it has been so funny and, and not funny. It's just been mind boggling to see all of the people who will go through all of these mental hoops and do all of these mental gymnastics in order to try to find a way to make the shortages not have anything to do with the global shutdowns of the economy. Like how, how, how stupid and what a waste of time to to try to do these mental gymnastics to make it be something else. And I, I don't know if it's really that they're trying to do that. I think that mostly it's the communists trying to redirect blame that they know is theirs to take, um, but they just can't do that because communists, uh, communists don't take accountability. They cannot take accountability. They will not take accountability for their actions. They don't do it. They never have. They probably never will. They are, they were, they're morally bankrupt. So they, they feel fine doing that. Like they don't have morals, like they don't believe in God and they don't have morals. And so they are cleared up to do these things. But I just think that the whole monkeypox thing, I mean, I'm not going to go into detail about this, the monkeypox. Basically it's, it's like a, it's like a glorified STD is what it, it appears to be. Um, and so what are we all going to start wearing masks on our buttocks scissors, scissors now? Is that, is that the new plan? CDC, you let us know, you let us know because we are, fully intent on following your instruction because it worked so well last time. Like you just let us know. Um, but yeah, the monkeypox thing, it, it, they're going to see, it's just, it's just another test testing one, two, three. Can they control you again? Can they control us all again? Can they ruin the economy even more than it's already ruined? We will see. We will see. We will see if you guys have learned anything for, uh, from your last mistakes. And I look forward to seeing that. I, I think that's everything for this episode. This one's a little, 
little all over the place, but that's okay. I'm going to be having some more guests on in the next month and two and three. So I'm really excited about that. Talking about a lot of things that I think you guys are interested in hearing about, particularly this whole ESG stuff, which I think is actually way more important than a lot of people are talking. Like, I just think we need to talk about that more. It's a pretty big deal and it's it's going to be a nightmare if we don't talk about it and understand it and uh, warn people about it. ESG, by the way, stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. So it's just another control tactic from the left that we just really need to talk about and understand and, again, warn people about. Um, other than that, I really appreciate you guys giving the pod five-star reviews. If you guys will go to Apple and Spotify and continue to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. There are some pagans and atheists and leftists so kind as to go drop some one-star reviews on my podcast. And that was just really rude. So if y'all would continue to leave five-star reviews for the pod, if you enjoy it, I would greatly appreciate that. You do not have to leave a little message, although I love reading y'all's little messages when you do leave them um, about the pod. I love getting your messages about how you like the pod and ideas for things that you want me to cover. I really enjoy doing this and just talking to you guys. And I'll be doing a Q&A episode in the next week or so. Um, and that one will probably be out in the next two or three weeks. Y'all, when your family member has cancer, it's kind of like you're just kind of like you're just like you're just like surviving. You're on survival mode and you are in Birmingham, Alabama, and you are just trying to like like you're just trying to cure your mom is, is pretty much what that is. Uh, but I am, I am still honed in on the news and I'm still trying to put my comments out there as I have things to say about what's going on. And I have a lot of things to say about what is going on. And I just, my ultimate message of this episode is, is stay alert and stay in the word and really pay attention to what is going on in the church right now, because that is not a church of God and, and don't be afraid of, Christians, um, supposed Christians coming after you for pointing out their unchristlikeness. So that is everything, uh, everything for this episode. And I will see you guys here next time.